What's up, everyone? Welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, sit with my co-host. Morgan Hyslip. How about we we didn't even have a cold open this week? Dude, I thought about it. I delayed hardcore. And I was like, shit, do I want to do an open or not? Because like, my, what I had in mind was I'm really into Yacht Rock right now. And like, I've listened to nothing what? but Yacht Rock for the past like two days. What is Yacht Rock? It's just like 80s classic rock is all it is. Okay. It's like dad. It's dad rock. Okay, so someone's listening listen. to Back in Black on their party boat. <laughs> no, it's not even like AC. It's like it's not even like hard rock. It's like, uh, like A six seven five three zero nine. Jenny's on oh that. Oh my god! Playlist. Okay, it's like okay. that kind of rock, like the soft core, kissing only rock. Okay, so somebody's putting on Elton John, right? Yeah, Elton John played. A tiny dancer came on. But yeah, okay. it's just like enjoying like yacht rock, kind of just mad chilling. Uh, you know what's not mad chilling? This fucking movie. Oh. We're talking about Final Destination 5, released 2011, by Stephen Quayle, who I'm going to fight. I'll fight him on sight. I'll fucking drop Ugh. Mr. Quayle. Ooh. It's got a 50 on Metacritic, which uh-huh. I don't know how this score is so much higher than the first one. Cause how much wow, higher is movie. it than the first one? I'm checking right now. The first one has a... Click, click, click. I don't know. 36. Oh my god. I don't know how you could possibly... 14% higher. Which is insane. Maybe wow. it's just because like this movie knows it's a Final Destination movie. It might be why it's rated so much higher. But it's not a good movie. No. These characters are terrible. Everything about it is te- like I was texting you in the in the movie. Like I feel like and I couldn't I couldn't explain it, but as I as I got further and I think like the lighting and some of the angles really makes this movie look like a parody. And mm-hmm. the focus is on, and I noticed one thing, the focus is on each individual, each individual character so much that like the background is so blurred that you can't see it. So it's just like each individual character in a shot whenever yeah, the depth of field is so it's so is, like, nuts. smushed. So it's like it's spread out so far. So it's like everything's blurry, but the yeah. characters, which gives it a look. And it's a look that right. I think makes the twist at the end even less obvious. Like, it makes yeah. it not as obvious that it's going to twist because it has, like, that modern-day look. They didn't even try to make it look like it was shot in 2001. Yeah, that's true. Like, you can tell it's a modern-day film. So when they cut to footage that I think is from the first one, they just didn't use. Yeah. Because they got... Those actors look the exact same. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so this is, like, going to change the quality of the filming in a very abrupt plot twist that, hey, this is a prequel. Spoilers yeah. for Final Nation 5. It's a fucking prequel to the first one. Yeah, which is... uh thing um that was what zach did not want me to get spoiled on and then all of a sudden that reveal just comes out of nowhere very remember me style if anyone has ever seen remember me <laughs> uh, and, both in, uh, never mind i'm not gonna make a joke <laughs> and so like if you don't know remember me is a movie with robert pattinson and um god pierce brosnan and that movie ends with um uh, Robert Pattinson's character standing in one of the twin towers right before, uh, right before the plane hits on nine eleven, which uh, the movie does not foreshadow that. Uh, it does not give any like context of like what time it is or like what year it is or anything. It just kind of happens, and then Final Destination Five does the exact same thing, except they kind of hint it at it. Tells you, yeah, they they kind of yeah. tell you because although I think the laser they used for her. Um, for her eyes that her shit eye was surgery new. that shit was modern yeah that's the that only thing in this movie that really shit. threw me off yeah like, even their computers i think were older but i can't remember off the top of my head 
that's right they were older and also the uh the cell phones were older too yeah um like i was telling you pre-show like that was a cell phone my mom i remember my mom having like so old it didn't didn't even have like snake or anything like that on it uh the battery like jetting out of the back and stuff so yeah it it does it a little less subtly but uh it's basically the same ending <laughs> This movie, man, like the character, like it starts. I told you this in the text earlier. Yeah. It starts like you've been watching it for 25 minutes and yes. not because the intro is five minutes long. The intro is so long. Like the opening credits are five minutes of, because this movie is in 3D. The yeah. fourth one and this one are both in 3D in theaters. So like they were trying to do like the, ooh, yeah, ah, explosions towards you thing. Mm-hmm. But man, it is the longest intro. It's just like. It's so long. Not even lyrical music. It's literally just like backtracks the entire time. Yeah. And it's so boring. And then the movie starts and it's like mid-conversation it starts too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the characters are mid-conversation when the movie starts actually. And it's so weird. You have deep fake Tom Cruise walking uh, or, around. Or dollar menu Dave Franco that I call him. Yeah, this this kid, this guy's face looks like there's a deep fake of, um, I think it's Bill Hader on oh my God. Uh, Letterman. Where he's impersonating Tom Cruise, the one deep fake Tom Cruise onto him. And it looks just like that. It's so weird. Yeah, that dude, like that dude in particular, looks like um a com- like an AI uh, scanned a ton of pictures of white dudes and then just put them like just made a person. That's what he looks like. He looks like an AI generated white man. Yeah, the, I think the biggest difference between this one and the first one is the cast, because like these characters all suck. All of them. And let's talk about our lead real quick. Um. What's our lead? What's the lead guy's name? Sam, Sam right? our chefy boy. Okay, yeah. So Sam, uh, that actor doesn't look like he's in. He's been at anything serious ever. Like he does not have like, I don't know if it was the way he was being directed. He does not have a sense of urgency on his face through this whole thing, and it's very he was in Gotham. He was in Heroes. And he's, that's all I know him from. He was in Heroes. Yeah, I don't know who he was. But he was in Heroes. Okay, but yeah, like that, like no, like no offense to him, I'm sure it was like a directing decision. But a lot of like whenever I say this movie felt like a parody, a lot of it was because it felt like some of his line delivery was so off that there was maybe like it maybe felt like a punchline was coming, and then some of the faces he made, like he could not be sincere enough to pull it off. Mm-hmm. It was very it, interesting. It felt like one of those like blank movies. Like the scary movies, yes, like the superhero movies, or the epic movies. It felt like yeah. one of those the entire time. Because all those actors look like the lookalikes they would use for a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was like this was like horror movie tropes, the movie. Mm-hmm. Each individual but character was their own trope. I think of all of the movies in the series, this one, besides like the first one being the nostalgic one, has my favorite kills. Yeah. Because they actually look good for once, except for the kill... In the premonition where Sam gets cut in half and turns into a weird the, like puppet. Yes. For a couple seconds. Yes. But other than that, the kills look cool. I would say and, the oof. only kill I would probably have any problems with is the damn is the damn gymnastics kill. Like that oh, was man. that was the most like unrealistic thing we could have seen. Um but my favorite kill was definitely the um whenever she was getting LASIK 
and you think oh, that dude. like you i know you, i know it bothered you super bad and i was whenever it was leading up i was like oh man they're gonna fuck with their eyes like i'm not gonna like i have glass like zach and i both have glasses i totally understand how this is like traumatic and so i'm like man this is probably gonna suck and then the movie fakes you out and she actually just falls out of the fucking window like oh but okay. her eye does pop out and gets ran over yes for no reason other than it was like oh yeah eyes <laughs> like, oh man yeah but i will i will say we're talking about the gymnastics one not looking the best it mm-hmm. is probably the best use of like tension in any of these oh, movies yeah. yeah yeah probably it is so tense that nail falls on the uh balance beam and then it's like oh she's gonna step on the nail and fall and break her neck okay but no she's gonna be on the freaking uh pole like spinning around and then just fall off and lawn chair herself i really like to think that she knew that screw was there the whole time and she was using it as motivation she's like oh i can't step on this screw and then she didn't take it off before the other girl gets on so the other girl just eats shit super hard on this screw and so she ends up dying but you know that's just my theory i'm still not sure how she flung off at like that fast because she was not swinging that fast no no and way. her hands weren't wouldn't have slipped it wouldn't she would not have slipped off from that shock the shock is there to mitigate like right. the oils and slickiness of your hands yeah it's really weird um i think that kill i like dead meat the youtube channel i do a kill count video mm-hmm. i think that kill if i remember correctly a lot of it was practical like the it, body yeah. parts yeah, like it, she's laying there and someone has like their body up on her if i remember correctly yeah and it but looks like looks she's bouncing really, so like that yeah. that makes the most sense yeah oh man I, that kill gives me every time because it's like so like it's not out of nowhere but the graphic nature of it is so out of nowhere yeah it's like oh she's gonna fall and break her neck okay no her body's in half there's organs on the uh, gym mat that's not gonna wash out (laughs) like all of a sudden there are tears in her skin for like no for no real apparent reason her face is torn up somehow this girl is just folding backwards like a sandwich it's the weirdest and then looking at the characters here, the another kill I, I like is Isaac, who's the the pervy dude. Who <laughs> one of my biggest laughs this entire movie is when they're at the funeral for all of their uh, work colleagues, mm-hmm. and David Keckner's character's reading off names, and he reads off his name, <laughs> and he's like, "I didn't die. I'm right here." <laughs> and everyone starts laughing at the funeral. <laughs> and then like, like I, and then whenever he does die, right, they tell uh, they tell uh, David Keckner, and he's just like. Oh yeah, I thought he was already dead. <laughs> like, oh shit. That's another kill that gives me a little bit of cringe because those those acupuncture needles go in deep. Oh, he pulls that one needle for like twenty five seconds. Yeah, that was a lot, and that one was also a big fake out. Like because yeah. the room there's alcohol everywhere because he he complains about the the needles not being sterile or whatever. So she ends up like bringing in the alcohol, and then the alcohol falls over, and then all of a sudden. His phone vibrates, so the fire, like, so the fire is happening, and he thinks that, like, oh, it's, I'm gonna get caught on fire, and then the fire stops, and then all of a sudden, uh, a statue of Buddha falls on his fucking head. Like, <laughs> like, this, like, this movie, it, you, you said earlier that, um, the gymnastic scenes, like, has a, does a really good job, like, setting up tension. It does it a lot, and I think, like, the weaker ones are probably probably the warehouse kill uh oh yeah and that one's just out of nowhere that yeah. one's like a surprise yeah they just kind of go full on with it because it kind of felt like either they had shot some setup and then just took it out because like okay we're running out of runtime, and then all of a sudden 
the co like his co-worker is just hanging on a hook which is a very very cool ass like that would have been a like an old school final destination kill i will say that yeah because like they're like oh he, he didn't fall on the hook maybe he survived and they yep. pan up and no his head is through a, a hook <laughs> yeah because you just see the blood you don't even get to see what he looks like you're like, oh, okay, cool. He's just holding on to the rope. Close call. And then there's blood. And I'm like, oh, well, shit. Okay, he's dead. And I will say, talking about how they cut down for time, this movie's a brisk hour and a half. Like, it's it is a, it is well, it's well-paced, I think. Yeah, I think, I think it's well-paced, too. Um, Minus we, that intro, at least. Well, yeah. I, well, I think, honestly, I think that might be part of the reason. I think, like, the setup might, like, the setup for up until the bus scene is probably the longest it's ever been in a Final Destination because usually the the thing happens like very early, like usually mm-hmm. within the first like two scenes. And I guess this one technically did, but there was a lot of character set up beforehand. Oh like, yeah. There's so much character set up. Yeah. Like you got to know everybody before the bus crash where like, or the bus crash, the bridge collapsing. Um, but uh, post that you is normally whenever you would get all that uh, that development, but this one they just do it all up at the front. And it's pretty pretty interesting take, I guess, on, uh, yeah, on the like same about, formula. Talking about the development, like the characters they talk about are not the best. Like there's Olivia who walks no. up out of a, a van, and I think they're trying to make her seem like she's like the slutty character, but she's really not. Yeah, no. Like it's very odd. Like and she walks up, and Candace, the bitch, as I put in our thing, yeah. she's the mean girl. It's like, oh, you should like try a workout to get rid of that baby fat. And then there's like the most Michael Bay thing ever where she goes, they're called tits. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, cool. So you've, you've, like, you as a director or writer have officially established in the first like 10 minutes of this movie that she is supposed to be the hot girl and that is it. Cool. Great. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. And that's it's... all it is. My favorite character in the movie, though, is Nathan, and he's never used in the entire movie. Like, he literally shows up for the scene where he's fighting with the union rep, and then he's fighting with the union rep again. Yes. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah, and that's like, it. He, like, the the yeah. man is completely wasted in the movie, which seems to be the um, the connecting thing between this one, and I think it's the fourth one also. Uh, they have a character, an African-American character, who gets his head blown up by oh, a right. weight bench. And it's oh, real bad. I, wait, think that, the third one. I was like, I think that's the third one because he because the swords fall right and they cut yeah. cuts the cables. Yeah, and like he's just he's just known as like the mean the mean football player, and he doesn't yeah, have much one. of an arc Sorry. at all. Yeah, the third yeah, one. Yeah. And this movie does the same thing again, and it's unfortunate because like they uh, like these characters are all characters, and they really just stick with Sam, Peter, and is it Candace? Candace's girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. The oh yeah, yeah. They really stick with those three, and there's like a weird storyline about how Sam wants to go be a chef in Paris, but he's also working at an office with a I don't know what they even work at. It's like a weird half office, half like warehouse. Yeah, if you think of like the office, like literally like the show The Office, like there's a plant in the bottom and there's sales and administration up at the top. They're literally working for Michael Scott. Yeah, like David Keckner plays his character. Isn't David Keckner in the office? I'm at one pretty point? sure he's know. in the office at some point. Yeah, yeah, he basically just plays his character from that. Um, talking about the going from the character introduction to the actual like premonition. Yeah, it's one of my favorite. I think um, 
like premonitions I have in the series. Like the first one's not very good because it's just like the plane blowing up. Mm-hmm. The second one has that nice like all practical crash scenes. Yes. The third one has the cool roller coaster, and the fourth one has the terrible NASCAR race. But I think this one might be my favorite, even though it's not as much practical as the second one. The kills are all really interesting, mm-hmm. especially that girl who falls down the the uh, bridge and then just plonks onto the uh, concrete slab. Yes. <laughs> just because of the sound it makes, it goes. Like <laughs> oh, it's just okay. like very just... wet. Yeah, and like yeah, and even even Nathan's character on the bridge dies in a very like very like whatever kind of way he oh that's like, right the hook yeah. is that the hook just swings out of nowhere and obliterates it just, him yeah, it pretty much just like obliterates him like that's how he dies oh i forgot that's, that goes yeah. so fast i forgot it even happens yeah exactly like he it's like he is given no he's given no like like barely any setup and that's like at the very beginning and then the bridge scene happens and then he's running and then he has a very uneventful death and then the movie goes on and then he has another very uneventful death. <laughs> like they were oh, very committed man. to not giving Nathan l- anything at all. And then David Koechner gets burnt alive by the um the tar. That was which cool. Which is crazy. That there's that's a, there's a cool scene there because this one's this one stuck with me throughout the entire thing, I think, because whenever he's holding on to uh holding on to the bridge and whenever he's about to fall and the tar gets on him, you can see the tar melt his skin off. And whenever like the reason he falls away is because his skin has melted off of his hands. And it's like, oh, man, it's yeah, it's very gross. There's like a glove like uh, thing. If you look very closely, it's very brutal. Yeah, I, I put the initial 3D kill at the beginning. I don't remember what killed. Oh, it's when the girl falls off the um, bridge and she gets impaled. Oh, yes. That is the most blatant use of 3D in a movie I've ever seen. Yes. Yes. And that only happens a couple times. There's that one and there's another one way later. But oh, it's it's whenever the uh, wrench flies into David Kegner's face. Yes. Right? Yep. Yeah, it has to be it. Yeah, they're very odd. It's like the fourth one was like Final Destination 3D was what it was called and it was terrible. Yeah. This one has the 3D element but really brings it back quite a bit. Like there's like the scene where uh in the premonition where Peter gets stabbed in the face with that bo- with that piece of uh pylon yes. or that piece of like metal yep. and his eye pops out. Yeah. Like that's a 3D moment again. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, because his bad. his eye actually shifts down and it mm-hmm. looks way way more out of place than it sh- probably should in that like quick quick frame. Well, you know what's weird is like it looks super CG but it's fully practical. Yeah, he's wearing a he's wearing the actor was wearing a mask. Oh, okay. Which okay. is why I think why it looks so weird because has like that rubber look to it. Mm-hmm. And it's quick too, and they hold on to it for probably just a like a second longer than they probably should have. But they, I mean, to like I guess you know to be fair, it's a Final Destination movie, and they they want to show you how each individual per like how, they're like oh f- how fucked up is this one though <laughs> like every single time. So I get it. Yeah, yeah. If I remember, it's like they that scene is they. Oh, that's another one where it's 3D because the uh, piece of rhubarb, or barb, whatever it is, comes out of his <laughs> face towards the screen. I almost said, yeah, I don't remember what it's called. We're a podcast either. about movies, yeah, not about construction. All right. We're not going to go build no bridges. Call me grandpa. It'd probably go this way. Probably. <laughs> I can't run a crane. <laughs> yeah. I can't lift We'd up probably no end up like this metal. bridge. And even though the the entire bridge collapsing was a symptom of one person like cutting into the con uh, cutting into the asphalt 
man i don't it was like and then all of a sudden yeah yeah that's i'm pretty sure that's what it was because like once the person takes the takes the saw down and like starts cutting into the asphalt the crack happens and that's what sets everything off i'm like nah dog i think if you're having that problem you built a bad bridge yeah (laughs) the bridge there ain't working too hot god this movie man it's so weird because it's so not substantial at all yeah like this movie is nothing i feel like but filler to get to kills yeah it 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 feels like a whole lot i mean if this feels more like an episode of a thousand ways to die than any other Mm -hmm. final destination movie i've seen but there is the cool part where they cut off uh sam's body in half and as he slides towards the screen it goes into his eye back to the premonition start yeah that's a terrible effect that i loved yeah like it's so bad but it's still like oh yeah because it's like a piece of like um like tin roofing right that slides off yeah. of the thing and it's straight through him it's it's really bad like yeah the kill like i think that oh man i don't want to hark on the movie too much because i actually did enjoy watching it yeah sure but as i think about it i'm like oh that's not very good at least that yeah i mean look this movie is not a good movie but it's a fun movie to watch i mean mm-hmm. it's like it it didn't hold back and it it's it's so blatantly it's so blatantly doing what it's telling you that it's going to do that it's hard to get mad at um it's just final destination one and two i'm i mean at least in my opinion and even three are so strong as far as like um as far as character interactions go in those first three movies that this one feels kind like this one just feels the weakest and i think might be that might be the only thing that kind of holds this one back aside from them you know doing five of these movies and trying to figure out you know how like what's the most practical yet fucked up way we could kill somebody Mm -hmm. that is a freak accident and i think the only one that like i mean really there's no possible way could ever absolutely happen ever in your whole life was the gymnastics one and yeah which is like which is still fine because it's like okay that's like that's fucked up but kind of like kind of funny because candace totally sucked yeah i um i think that this is the i said it i texted you earlier i think this is the meanest found destination movie okay because the other ones have like that glimmer of hope like the first one ends with claire and uh devin sawa on site surviving Yes. And then the second one obviously kills off Devin Sawa, but it um it ends up making like the lady has her baby and then the other chick survives but Claire dies. But they all have like a happy ending to an extent. Mhm. And well, this yeah. one does not. <laughs> no, yeah, like even to the point that like Molly was supposed to survive the whole thing and then it ends up dying on that plane to Paris. Mhm. Like holy shit, like like poor Molly, she starts off the movie like so upset. She doesn't want to like date this dude anymore. And then all of a sudden shared trauma, all of that. She's back with this guy again. And then the movie like, and then she finds out that she wasn't even supposed to die. And then the movie goes on. And then she's like, no, you need to follow your dreams, bro. And she like almost gets killed by his brother. Is it his brother? I'm pretty sure it's his brother. Oh my god! I gotta look at it now. It's like honestly, don't know. I'm pretty, I thought they were just like buddy buddies. Yeah, I want to say I want to say it was his brother. I'm looking here. Or no? Wait, wait. No, maybe, they're not. They're Peter, just friends. Peter Freakin and Sam Lawton are their names. They are not brothers. Okay. But they seem like it because they're so. Well, close. the reason I guess I yeah I guess I I guess I said brother because in the beginning of the movie he 
uh, whenever he's talking to Molly, he's talking about his brother's wedding trip. And mm-hmm. I just yeah, assumed, they, that's what they went on. Bef- they're going to go on. Yeah, yeah. And I would just assume, okay, that makes sense. I had just assumed that um, that dollar menu, uh, uh, fucking Dave Franco was his brother. <laughs> I was looking at the cast here. Apparently, uh, Darren Chris from Glee is in this movie. Shout out to Glee. Yeah, I love Glee. I think he's in the plane scene. Oh, really? What the shit? Okay, apparently Glee, the 3D movie, as well as Final Station 5, came out the same day. No way, really? Apparently. No, wait, no, 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 wait. No, hold on a second. There's a 3D Glee movie? You didn't know there's Glee, the concert movie? I didn't know it was 3D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay. Like, 2011 is 3D Century, man. Why come didn't they on. just call it 3 Glee? Oh, okay. Glee D. Glee D. That's, <laughs> that's Glee good, Vision. too. But yeah, like the twist in this movie is cool, like we said earlier, because like it's hinted to the entire thing. Like Tony yeah. Todd is there, and Tony Todd's not in any other movie besides this one and the first one. Like he's not physically yeah, in the movie. I was gonna ask you if he was in the second or the fourth one. Because so I know he's he not in the third. Only he's only a voice cameo in the third one. Okay. He is not in the second and he's not in the fourth. From what I remember, I think that's correct. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's only ever in the fourth first and fifth one. But his voice cameo in the third one kind of ties him in. Okay. I'm double checking right now. Which, which, hold on a second. This goes even further because he straight up tells these motherfuckers. Okay, no, he's in the second. He's in the second one. Okay, because he tells these motherfuckers like, nah, this shit's been happening for a while. So this is technically the first group. Yes. And so my understanding. Well, of the franchise, it's technically the first group, right? But. But by the way the the coroner talks, this stuff has started happening even before them. So mm-hmm. like this is a thing that he's been dealing with like his entire life, it seems. Yeah, it's yeah. very odd. I'm wondering if it's just because he's like the um Because I think that moment's supposed to make you think like, oh yeah, that means like all the other final destinations are canon. But in reality, it's just like, yeah, they are canon, but there's even more. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I imagine they'll probably lean into that. They do a six. I think they're supposed to do a sixth one. Are they? Like it's been rumored. It's been rumored for a while. They're Make going to it do good. it. James Wan, yeah, do Final Destination Six. Oh my god, that'd be incredible. Do it. Fucking Blumhouse coming in, saving the series. Oh my god, dude. What's that one dude who does all the good scary shit? Ari Aster, do Final. Ari Aster. Oh my god. Ari Aster, do Final Once Destination Six. One of those comedic horror epic he's working on right now. Whatever oh, that is. God, I'm, I'm very scared about I'm that. I'm so in for whatever the fuck Ari Aster is working oh, on. Man. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That'd be so cool. But, like, talk about how this movie's mean. Like, talk about how it yeah. kills off Sam and his girlfriend at the end. But it also, like, does, like, the terrible thing where Nathan's at the uh, the wake for the union rep who he killed. Yes. And they're like, oh, yeah, didn't you hear? They did an autopsy. It totally hit a brain tumor. Our brain uh, aneurysm was going to burst any minute and kill him. And then it's like a fucking plane engine falls from the sky. Yes, like full on Donnie Darko style and kills Nathan. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this might be the only, I wonder if they did that because it's a prequel and that would have totally fucked up how the first one went if someone survived because then they would have someone to be like, hey, help us. Yeah, you're because right. The first one leans yeah. into it being them being the first group having this happen to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know. They're trying to retcon and a movie they're in the middle of making. It's very odd. Yeah, I it's think weird. that uh, I think that whole tie-in happened way later than we like than we think it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, it seems like they were like writing the end, like, oh, how do we end this one? I know, we can put them on the plane. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, what about the Nathan? Fact that- Kill him with the fucking plane engine. Okay, yeah, I guess. Oh, man. I hate yeah. that. I hate it. And it apparently kills no one else. Yeah, only which him. Is very weird. Only him. That's Nothing- a big ass plane engine falling through a through the fucking ceiling of a bar on fire too yeah like that would have been an like a like a huge fire bomb to go off and nah it just it just crushed the roof like right where he was standing this movie well we've harked on it so much mm-hmm. i do not believe it is that terrible no i don't think it's that terrible um i think it's probably out of the final destination movies i've seen and i haven't seen four so i've seen all of them except four at this point it's probably my least favorite one but it's still fun to watch like it's if you're gonna mm-hmm. if you're gonna watch final destination you know watch it you know because i mean it, if you're gonna look if you're gonna watch final destination just go all in really because i think they're all like i think they're all cool and unique in their own way i think this one just does if this one didn't feel so much like a parody in certain ways i'd probably be a little higher on it yeah i'm in the same boat uh fourth movie is actually terrible like it is a bad movie. Like a guy, a guy dies from getting his asshole sucked through a drain. Yeah. Like it has the fucking always sunny in Philadelphia joke happen to him. Oh my god. So the fourth one's really bad. The fourth one is absolutely terrible. Okay. And I think the fifth one tries to tie into the fourth one because the union rep uh is pictured on a racetrack at the very end. Oh. So they're trying to tie in like, hey, this guy also raced at the racetrack in the fourth one. Because they also tie in the second one by having them see a lumber truck, which That's right. couldn't be the one from the second movie no, because there's the no second way. movie happens way later. Yeah, but it's a nice little like, ooh, spooky. Yeah, it's a that's a good example of like something that was only for us. Yeah, I yeah. this movie is not terrible. I enjoy watching it. You're watching for the kills, like you're watching Final Destination for the right. kills, not for the fucking character growth or development. And I think it it has some of the best kills because it's one of the most modern ones. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like it, it definitely has the best kills uh, because it's the most modern ones because of I mean, look, I mean, it's been uh, I mean, like since Final Destination 3, it had been like five years. Right. So you have like it's 2011, you know, Transformers is like is about to be at its peak, you know, like CG and stuff like that is like gone so far. And I'm sure that they felt like they could get away with like just about anything. I mean, you could even see like the um, like in the uh, in the optometry scene, like whenever she's in like whenever mm-hmm. the laser is happening, like there are really cool like burning effects on her hand alone. And then oh, that's cool. I like that. That was cool. Yeah. And like the entire bridge sequence, like could that we could not have had that like pre like pre final destination Four. there's no there's no way they could have made that look convincing. But to Final Destination 5's credit, I think the bridge scene, as far as, like, the bridge, like, falling down is concerned and, like, collapsing, that is very realistic and, like, does it's it's a very, very impressive shot. I'll say that. I think it's the most impressive non-practical effect they've done. It's yeah. just the entire bridge collapsing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool. I enjoy this movie. Um, I think if you like the series, you like it also. It's just yeah. not a very good movie. or Not a very good film. I guess would be the best there you go. explanation. Because it's, it's a movie. It yeah. is a popcorn movie. It's a put on the background or watch with your friends just to go, blood. If your parents ever asked like, what people put on for Netflix and chill, it's this movie. 
oh, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just All saying. that. <laughs> you just need the background noise, you know, like. The splushes this... and the splurges. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, can you mute that? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, uh, God. Yeah, no. Final Station 5 is not a Netflix and chill movie. That is our final critique of this movie. I mean, it, I mean, it'd be one of mine, you know. <laughs> I love so, the eye. The eye horror really gets me going. So, hey, if you if it's yours, call me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do not call me. Do oh not contact God. me with unsolicited services or offers. Why don't you, if you want to tell Morgan what you like, splooges and splashing sounds from Final Nation for Netflix and chill, God. leave a comment on the podcast. How about that? Mm. Rate and comment and just type in, hey, Morgan, I like Netflix and chilling to body horror. <laughs> to tusk or whatever to tusk yeah god or teeth how about teeth oh I hate the that angry angry oh, vagina that. movie oh, i hate that a lot oh man hey this, yeah this is a short one i'm sorry guys yeah. like we well, this movie's kind of a cut and dry one yeah i mean there's i mean for real there's no real reason to like go on it any longer than i guess we have i mean it's a pretty yeah i mean it's it's final destination five <laughs> like what yeah do you, if I'm, what do you want from us you know what i mean we're just if two I'm being guys really on honest, I chose this one for the twist alone because yeah. I wanted Morgan to see the twist. <laughs> and honestly, and I was I was really afraid it got spoiled for me, and in a way it did, but in a way it did not. So I'm glad I'm glad that even though we we we're late on recording this, um, because of various reasons. So I'm glad that waiting as long as we did did not, uh, did not yeah, actually. Yeah, it's a nice little bonus episode for you guys. It's a bonus episode that's also an actual episode. So hey, yeah. You know, enjoy that um thank you guys for listening yeah Morgan. thanks guys where people find you at buddy oh man if you want to tell me your netflix and chills movies you can <laughs> find me, you can find me on twitter at morgul that's m-o-r-g-a-u-l uh don't come looking for me anywhere else i'm not gonna be there zach where, where can people find you uh you find me on on twitter at y-r-o-k-a-z underscore n-w-o-r-b uh, you find me here on intt pod um twitch.tv slash y-r-o-k-a-z and hey um it is currently september 23rd uh make sure you register to vote voting yeah. in the u.s is important this is a big election for the love of god register to vote and vote please 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 vote <laughs> please <laughs> the nicest thing we can say yeah I, I appreciate if you guys you know voted you know hey send me screenshots that don't have sensitive information yes. about you guys voting so we can know you did it all right you listen to me a little you right i'm talking, talking yeah, to you bitch. right there you yeah you little little baby boy little little peep pants boy bitch vote bitch. motherfucker vote vote motherfucker vote um yeah hey this episode's going up on a thursday i believe mm-hmm. tomorrow if you're listening to this if you listen to the day of we got digimon the movie with Becca Valentine and Ian, why not? Ian's last name, how do you pronounce it? Preshul. Preshul. I didn't want to fuck it up. Okay. I'm good at fucking up last names. Okay. So I feel like go. Ian would fuck up our last names, or mine especially. <laughs> He'd fuck up Brown. It's real hard to mess it's up our- Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. We will see you uh, tomorrow yeah. with uh, Digimon Movie. Have fun, guys. Uh, skate fast, eat ass, since Morgan didn't say oh, it. Oh, damn. Oh, I forgot. Before we go, hey, Morgan, <laughs> you're on probation. Sammy's now hosting. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Hey, Sam- hey, Sammy's episode's coming up in a couple weeks, so brace yourselves mm-hmm. for that. Jesus. Oh, mm-hmm. man. All right. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>